everyone. This is episode 490 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, June 27th, 2018. I'm your host, Mark Huznez, and I'm going to be talking about some games and some movies. Big surprise, right? It is such a big surprise. I've been watching a lot of the original Universal Monster movies. So, I've watched Dracula. Frankenstein, The Mummy, The Wolfman, The Invisible Man, Bride of Frankenstein, and I've started Creature from the Black Lagoon. I haven't seen The Phantom of the Opera, which I believe was the first one and is the only one that is a silent film, because that was not included in my box set. My box set has the remake, I don't know, it's the color phantom of the opera that i watched a little bit of and i was like "Eh," and i don't think people like it so didn't really bother with that one but you know the rest are all quality i'm not sure about the black lagoon yet but the rest are all great and it was a good deal on the box set i think it was a it's a british box set or something with a bunch of postcards and crap i think there's an american one that costs way more for some reason uh probably because it's out of print i don't know who cares region free gotta love it (laughs) But I've been watching them, and for the most part, I really like them. And it's been a nice, pleasant surprise. It's also nice to just watch movies that are really tight and well-paced. And just, they're in and they're out. They're roughly around 70 to 80 minutes each. And I think what surprised me most is that my favorite of the bunch is still The Invisible Man. I love that movie. I love, I forget his name, Claude's performance as The Invisible Man, even though a lot of it really is just his voice, but that means he has to do a lot with his voice, and he, he does a great job as The Invisible Man, and it's a great little movie that just follows this man's deep dive into madness. He just, he grows crazier and crazier as time passes and it's a surprisingly violent film as well it's not bloody or gory but at one point he changes all the the gears and speeds up a train and changes uh the track and it just goes right off a hill and everyone on that train i'm sure is dead and it may not be very bloody you don't see everyone like tumbling around in their cabs in their cars and getting all bloodied up and impaled and what have you bursting into flames but you know what happens and there are other parts of that movie that are (laughs) violent as well it's just it's got a nice weird dark sense of humor at times too it's just a, a really well done movie they're all well done they're all very well shot and well lit and i like the look of all of them but not all of them have the most have have the have the best stories that really suck me in. I, I think the mummy is of the ones I've completed the weakest. I just didn't really care about any of it. Uh but other than that I've enjoyed all of them. I'm only twenty minutes into Creature from the Black Lagoon, so I can't really uh, say either way on that one, but love the Invisible Man, then I probably put Bride of Frankenstein uh, just below that, and then Frankenstein just below that, and then what are the other ones? Frankenstein, no, the Dracula, then the Mummy, 
and then creature as it stands. I feel like I'm forgetting one. The Wolfman. Wolfman, I've heard a lot of good things about. Didn't do all that much for me. I'd put that. Dracula also didn't do that much for me. Dracula has a lot of visual splendor I like. But it's... All of, all of the movies have overacting. Very theatrical, dramatic acting with very expressive... Um, but I feel like Dracula really did it up at times that I was like, oh, I know this is what how it was done back then, but sometimes it's just a bit much. Um, Wolfman, all the performances I really liked, but there's just there's something about it that wasn't missing, and maybe I have to rewatch it because I don't feel like I was giving it my full attention either. Um, but it was well done. Uh, creature so far, twenty minutes in, I'm like. I don't, I don't care about anything really. It's similar to the Mummy in that sense. Uh, I'd I'd much rather watch the Mummy with Brendan Fraser. Um, there was something else I wanted to comment on. All of that. Oh yeah, after watching the two Frankenstein movies, I really want to go back and watch Mel Brooks's. Is it Young Frankenstein? Is that the name of it? I, I think. Um, because I, I've seen it, and I liked it, but I didn't love it. And I know a lot of people love it. And I feel like after watching Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein, I will better be able to appreciate Young Frankenstein. In part because immediately when I saw that cabin or whatever in uh, The Bride of Frankenstein, I was like, oh, this is Gene Hackman's character. This is, that, that's, this is that whole bit, but the real one. So I was like, oh, maybe if I rewatch that now with the knowledge of the movies it was parodying and all that, I'll enjoy it more. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been watching mainly. Other than that, I've been playing some games. I got the crew too. I got the gold edition, so I got it yesterday. It comes out the for everyone on Friday, the standard edition. And I've been playing a good amount of it. I immediately went to Chicago to see if the Sears Tower was in the full game. It is not, which is disappointing. I've heard people say that the Empire State Building is also not in the game, and there might be other uh, large structures, uh, skyscrapers that aren't in the game. And it's got me thinking, got me wondering as to why they're not in the game, because as far as I know, the Sears Tower was in the crew the first game. And if it's in the first game, why isn't it in the second game? My assumption is, my best guess would be that there is a different the, the the owners of those buildings what have you are more wary about giving the license to a game that allows flying which then would allow flying into said buildings uh so i'm i'm just guessing that maybe buildings like the Sears Tower the Empire State Building don't want to give their their AOK to a game that has flying and allows you to fly into buildings. You can't crash and blow up the building or anything, but you can, you know, it'll immediately return you to 100 uh, meters, 100 feet away from where you started, but it still allows you to fly into the buildings, even though you're not going to see any kind of hectic uh, explosion or anything. Uh, that's just my guess. Is that the real reason? I don't know, because there are things like the, the bean the whatever cloud gate from Chicago that is not 
the bean. It is a, a knot, like I've said before, and other things like that. I believe in Las Vegas there are a lot of buildings that look like they do, but they have different names. Um, so I'm sure it's crazy trying to license a, bu a bunch of stuff when you're creating a miniature version of the entire United States, minus Hawaii and Alaska, of course. Um, but yeah, I've been enjoying it. I've done street races, drifts, flying things. I, I, right now, I only have the stunt ones where they just tell you things to do, which are really boring. I'm more excited to get to the actual races. I've done some off-road racing and a little bit of dirt bike racing. I enjoy the controls for the majority of vehicles, except with uh, dirt bikes. I think they're really loosey-goosey. And I just feel like I barely touch the controller and just going all over the place. And maybe that's how the, uh, those motorbikes, uh, dirt bikes, control in all games. I can't remember because it's been a long time since I've played an MX or MX versus ATV game or any other kind of motorcycle game. But I feel like they weren't as loose in those games. And also, given the fact that the Crew 2 is an arcade racer, it's not a simulation game. I would like it to be a bit more forgiving. Maybe I can mess around with the controls. I don't know. But um, other than that, I've been enjoying the game and all the controls and all that. I still hate the boat mechanic where you hold down on the analog stick and it gives you a slight boost because I just it doesn't it feels weird. I don't like it. Um, I wish there was a way to move that map that button that mechanic to some other controller or, or do something else because I just don't like doing that because it's you're holding back the analog stick that he used to turn as well and it just feels weird um but it looks good i uh, just enjoy the hell out of it I'm, I'm currently really just focusing on races and whatnot and not just free riding but when i feel comfortable enough or i've unlocked stuff and just do all that and also because the game is not for everyone just yet the player base is very small so you're not seeing at least i'm not seeing a lot of people online and just running into random people on the streets and what have you so i am excited to see how it feels if it feels differently at all and play around with the online once it's out for everyone um, but so far so good for me i'm enjoying it uh it is what i want it to be and i know it's not for everyone but if you're somebody who just wants a nice relaxing racer with solid controls and a giant open world that looks pretty good and has a lot of varied terrain uh, it's definitely worth checking out um, I will say though when you are flying it doesn't look as good because I think it's just because you're flying and you see so much more of the environment and you're at a further distance that the textures are just uh, significantly less detailed and when you get closer, you'll see that detail come in. Um, but that's not a huge problem. Uh, it's more noticeable. It, it, it's not as bad when you're in dense cityscapes. When you're uh, or in uh, very rural areas or places that just have a bunch of trees, then it's like, oh, this doesn't look that great. But when you're in the cities, it, it looks good. And it's fun flying around, weaving through the, the various buildings and all that. Um, and accidentally crashing into them, except the Sears Tower, because that's not in the game. Will it ever be in the game? I don't know. I would like it to be in the the, the game. Um, 
just call it the Sears Tower because it's the it's the Willis Tower now. If you call it the Sears Tower, they'll just be like, "What's that? It doesn't exist anymore." You know, just change the 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 way it looks. Like, you know, it has that kind of weird step design. Just alternate it a little bit, and you know, who knows? You know, it's like oh, it's not the Willis Tower. It just happens to look a lot like it. Or just put one antenna on top of it. Do something. Um, other than that, I've been playing Oh Sir, The Hollywood Roast, which is a spinoff of the Oh Sir, The Insult Simulator game. And it's the same exact thing, but now it has a Hollywood theme, a movie theme, with movie-themed characters, with jokey names. You have, instead of Harry Potter, you have Dirty Potter. And instead of Marilyn Monroe, you have Marilyn No More. I don't know if this other one is supposed to be Chun-Li, because it's not really Hollywood, but you have, uh, what is it, Chop Sue e Chop Sue-y. You have the Greasy Wizard, which is the Grey from Lord of the Rings, etc. There's a Deadpool one, I believe. Um, and it's a game where you face off against another person, whether that's the AI or another person. You can do online play. And you alternate between picking uh, conjunctions, uh, nouns, subjects, um, verbs. Usually the verbs. I feel like the verbs are usually part of a, a, a longer sentence bit. Um, and you're just constructing sentences. And, and they're going to be insults, of course. And then you are completing them at a point and you spit them at your opponent, and they do a certain amount of damage based on factors that I still don't completely always know. Um, but you're just going back and forth. There's, a, I think, 10 or so different uh, options that you can pick between, and you pick one, then your opponent picks one, then you pick one from the same uh, allotment, and then the next round, it alternates who gets to go first, and you just keep going back and forth until someone dies. You have two extra options in your hand each round that you can use, and you can reset them once per round um, and to make your senses longer or if you're unable to use anything left in the community allotment. And it's fine. Uh, I, I do like the art style a lot. It's, it's very distinct very stylized it has its own look i'm not a huge fan of the wavy long thin arms but that's not a big deal and they're so thin that you barely even notice they have arms i do wish some of the humor was more to my liking because like with harry potter who is dirty potter i really wish instead of it was harry h-a-r-r-y it was harry h-a-i-r-y and he was just really hairy wouldn't that be great? Maybe not. Maybe a lot of people would be like, this is so stupid. But guess what? Stupid equals funny. In my in my mind, something that's stupid is funny because it is so stupid and all I know. And I like puns. Just give me a whole bunch of puns and I'd love it. Marilyn No More is kind of funny because, you know, she's dead. She's no more. <laughs> but she's alive in the game. She's really old too. I, it would have been maybe better if she was like a corpse or something, a rotting corpse. But maybe they didn't want to go that far. It's like, this is too dark if we make a rotting, rotting zombie Marilyn Monroe. But I think that would have been good. Then you have, you know, the greasy wizard, which one, I'm like, we already have one wizard. We don't need another wizard. Get something else from pop culture. I don't know. 
get Travis Bickle. That's maybe too dark. You talking to me? Huh? Huh? Uh, I don't know. But then when you're when you're actually playing the game and constructing these insults and then uh, sending them at your opponent, it's fine. It's nice that there's voice acting for all of the stuff. So no matter how you construct a sentence or the stuff that you use, it's always um, voiced. But because everything is in these small little packages, whether it's a single word or you know a few words put together, uh, the the actual reading of the insult is disjointed and the inflection is not always uh um, it isn't always consistent throughout the entire insult so it might be like they say something at an elevated level and then it's more mellow and then elevated again and then somewhere in the middle and just it doesn't feel like it's a, an actual person talking um but it would probably be worse if there was no voice at all uh, especially with these longer things it would just be like okay um but i do think if you're playing with a friend it would be more fun to turn off the audio and when your insults are finished and your your character is doing them voicing them you instead voice them in your own weird stupid voices i think that would make it uh, much more of a fun experience but it's not bad it just is uh, it takes a bit of time, like when you are constructing your insults and putting them together and then attacking your opponent and they attack you and then they read it. It just is sort of like, it, it feels slower than I would like it to be, uh, you know, in a game about insults where you just want to spit these things back at you, back and forth. It, it can take a bit of time to get through a round. Um, sometimes they're quicker. I finished one in about five minutes, but then I had another one that took like 12 minutes and that felt, that felt long. 12 minutes may not seem like a long time, but when you're just fighting against one opponent and you're just creating these insults, it's 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 a while. And like with the names of the characters, I don't think what you're able to construct sentence-wise are often that funny. I'm, I'm really just looking at the options and taking what will give me the best outcome in terms of the amount of points I'll do uh, damage-wise. I'm never looking at like, oh, I'm, this, this is definitely the funniest. Um... Which is disappointing, but at the same time, I think I'm more critical of those types of games. I think Cards Against Humanity is not great. I was tired of it after the first time I played it, and I don't think any of the expansion packs really added anything particularly fresh. I looked at it and I was like, okay, this is supposed to be really dirty and filthy and awful, but it's not that awful. And maybe new expansion packs finish that, but um, or fix that, but. For me, I always looked at Cards Against Humanity as a game I don't really care about and think is very overrated, but the marketing behind it is fantastic. They are great with their marketing. I think that is more fun to watch and interact with than the actual game, which was some, somewhat similar to how I felt about Deadpool, the first movie. But I've grown after re-watching that to appreciate it more and like it more, I still think it could have been tighter. It could have been a bit, um, they could have cut some stuff. Um, but, oh, sir, the roast. If you, if you like the first game, of course, definitely pick it up because it's more of that with just some new stuff. Uh, but if you haven't played the first one 
and what I'm saying doesn't interest you. Like, oh, what am I saying? I'm, I'm telling you what you already know. Obviously, if what I'm saying doesn't interest you, then you're not going to waste your time with it. But um, it's all right. Uh, I haven't been able to find a match online, but I haven't looked. I haven't tried in like the, the hot hours of the night. I've tried it bad hours. But other than that, I've also played Riddled Corpses EX, which is a twin-stick shooter with 8-bit art, chiptunes, and all that generic stuff. Uh, looks good. You know, you're fighting against zombies or whatever. Uh, there's a story mode, arcade mode, and a lot of your basic stuff. And it's not really doing anything that new that I've noticed, but it's a solid, well-put-together twin-stick shooter. And I enjoy it because it has the grind I like. The story mode is set up in a way where you're going to you're gonna die a bunch of times. You're going to fail a bunch of times. But the gold you get when you fail, you use to upgrade your character. And then it makes it easier. And you get, to get uh, you're able to progress a little bit further. And then you're going to die. And you're going to be able to upgrade your character a bit more. And then you're going to progress further. And you're going to die. And then you're going to, you know, it's just rinse and repeat. Uh, you'll be able to purchase new characters as well. Uh, whenever you finish a level, you unlock it uh, so that you can replay it. Um, I like it. Is it amazing? Is it groundbreaking? No. But it's well put together. And if you're itching for a new twin-stick shooter with solid mechanics and you like that kind of grind, because you're you're not going to get through without that grind. That grind is a part of the game. It's not a part of me sucking. It is just a part of the game. So if you like that kind of grind that's the most important thing if you like the kind of grind where you are meant to fail and then upgrade your character so that you can do a little bit better and then fail again and then upgrade your character etc 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 why am i saying etc more than once you don't need to say more than once it's i'm being dumb um but if you like that then i think it's worth checking out because it is a solid uh twin six shooter and i i enjoy the music quite a bit i think that's one of the highlights that's where it stands out i think not that other games like this don't have great soundtracks but i I really do enjoy the music where the visuals and everything else is just kind of like yeah this is fine but the music i'm enjoying quite a bit then other than that i haven't really played anything else so i think that is a good place to end it um continuing uh, the anime so you watch anime go to youtube YouTube.com slash Pixelated Sausage to see reviews as they're coming out. Latest one up is Golden Kamui, which I enjoyed. Uh, there's also one for Hinamatsure. And what else? Food Wars, Third Plate, Kur 2, then some short that I don't remember because it's completely forgettable and you don't need to waste your time with it. I've got You Don't Know Gunma Yet coming out later today. And then uh, Yotsiero Mbiori which is the one about the, the handsome young men and their little tea and like pastry food shop, uh, which is a delightful series. But as I've been paying attention to my, as I've been doing the reviews and just looking back at the season, it really has been a pretty, I don't want to say meh, meh sounds too negative, but it's just been a, a season full of a lot of solid series, but nothing stand out other than series that have, that are returning series like my hair academia which is incredible again um i i adore that series so much food wars absolutely love if you just ignore all of the no animation i was gonna if you ignore all of the lack of animation 
because there's no animation. Uh, there, I mean, there is some animation, but it's barely there. Uh, and I th is there another returning one? I don't think so. That I've been watching, at least. I, I think this is the season with Signsgate Zero, whatever. But I started up, and I'm like, I don't remember. I don't remember. It's been so long since I've watched Signsgate that I, I have to rewatch it before I watch this, and I don't feel like doing that. So I'll get to that at some other point. But yeah, if you're a fan of anime, then go to the YouTube page to see all of the reviews as they go up. <sighs> that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, mine on my list, Steam, and all the usual places, Twitch as well, at PX Sausage. On PSN, I'm the Kush 3 The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, as well as art, writing, what have you. <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. Uh, and if you'd like to uh, listen to the podcast, uh, it's, they, are, they are available on podcast services across the globe. I, I see I started I started mixing things together, and I screwed everything up. What a freaking nightmare. Pixelated Sausage Podcast, this show. Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, that other show. They're available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, like Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Check them out. There are other there are other places too. You can check them out wherever they are. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. You can also check out the art I do. It on pxsart.com. That is pxsart.com. And if you'd like to support the site in general, and why would you? Please go over to patreon.com/pxs and support us that way. However, you like. And uh, yeah. Like I said earlier, youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. You can watch the video version of this podcast and other videos, like some gameplay stuff here and there, and, you know, anime reviews. So check it out. Okay? Okay. Bye!